0: Hey, everybody. It's Faux Monday, best day of the week. Welcome to another episode of the show. Happy Faux Monday. I'm your host, Patrick J. McGinnis, venture capitalist by day, author and podcaster by night, and FOMO Sapiens 24-7. And this week, I have a really great guest coming up on Thursday. His name is Oso Trava, Oswaldo Trava, but he goes by Oso. And he is a really interesting guy. He is an entrepreneur. He lives in Mexico City. He hosts a podcast called Cracks which is a top Spanish-speaking podcast. It's an awesome show. He has amazing guests. And he has built a whole business in Mexico that's around self-empowerment. But he also is an entrepreneur in the app world as well. He has this incredible fitness app. So he's just done a bunch of stuff. He was a banker in New York. He got fired from Goldman Sachs. He'll tell us that story on the show. And uh, I just wanted to have him on the show because he's a friend of mine. And I've been watching him build this empire And I was just thinking, you know, how doing things in Latin America is different than, of course, doing things in the States is or in other parts of the world. And I wanna talk about that. I think, you know, we don't spend enough time on this show talking to people in foreign countries. We gotta fix that. And I'm starting right now with Oso. So that's Thursday's episode. And the other reason is because I, some of you know this, some of you don't, but if you didn't know, my whole career has been in Latin America. I've been doing stuff in Latin America. Since I graduated from college, I started out, As an investment banker for a hot minute, wasn't very good at that. Moved on to venture capital, which I much preferred and I think I was better at. And nowadays, I'm also a a part of a fund. I'm on the investment committee of a fund in, in Latin America called Salcantay, which has its headquarters in Lima, Peru. And so I've just been in the space and I've learned a lot and I've had a lot of adventures and misadventures. Some of them were, (laughs) I saw a lot of different things. I was on the board of a company called Fredo in Argentina, which if you've been to Argentina, you probably have tried their amazing ice cream. Unfortunately, when I was on the board, we had the Argentine financial crash and the early 2000s and it blew up and we ended up Having to basically give the keys of the company to the bank, it was not a pretty situation. Then I uh, did some investing in tech down in Latin America, some great successes, companies like Mercado Libre, which is now a Nasdaq 1000 company, but also some massive, terrible disasters where things just blew up and a lot of tears were shed and we had to fire people and it was just not fun. And so I've I've seen all of that. And then you know I've been investing sort of the last decade in in different companies in the tech space. And so it's just been a great series of lessons that I have learned. And what I've learned principally is that, of course, you know, doing things in Latin America is different, but there are a diverse set of opportunities that are different than in the US. And if you're building, and this is not just for Latin America, but really anywhere in the world, when you're building a company in a specific geography that has its own set of rules and challenges and opportunities, you gotta take all of that into account. So what I wanna do today is talk about the things that I saw in Latin America, what I'm seeing today, what is different about building down there, what I think is the opportunity set and the set of threats or challenges and kind of in the process, maybe tell you a couple stories that they're spicy. So let's do that. FOMO. but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash FOMO. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash FOMO. That's spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash FOMO. Rules and restrictions may apply. FOMO. All right, so let's get started. Number one, when you're building in a place like Latin America, you got to think carefully about whether you're going to be a copycat or you're going to do something that's very specific and unique. Now, what does that mean? Well, do you want to be the Uber of Latin America or do you want to do something completely outside of the realm of things that have existed in other parts of the world? And frankly, I think there's a really beautiful sweet spot in between those things, which is to say, let me find something that works somewhere else and let me adapt it thoughtfully to the local environment. And that's where people mess up is they try to just bring things and copy them wholesale but if you if you actually take the time to understand the market and you know that's why you need to have local talent on your team you can actually build something kind of interesting and i'll give you the example of mercado libre which i mentioned earlier so originally you know what, what they these guys came out of stanford business school they were in the tech bubble of 2000 when they were out in california and famously the founder marcos calperin the story goes that he literally did an elevator pitch to his first investors and like in an elevator (laughs) he raised money now marcos if you're listening you can tell me if that's true or false but that's how i remember the story and then you know they started this business that was kind of like an ebay clone and in fact ebay even invested at one point in the company but what was different and where i think the team learned as they went along is they realized like okay great we're doing ebay Latin america but There's a huge opportunity here beyond that in payments. And so they created a whole payment system that has been huge. And then they've gone on to become this sort of the biggest, at one point, the biggest e-commerce player in the region because they figured out how to also get into like a bunch of other areas around creating trust because obviously consumers in Latin America are – You know, they deal with institutions that are less formed than people in other parts of the world. And so you need to build trust. And so they did this with payments, they did this with logistics and all kinds of other areas that allowed them to become so much more than simply an eBay copy. And, you know, you may not realize that on day one when you start a company in a place like Latin America, but if you pay attention and learn from your users, you can transcend being a copycat and be something much bigger. And that's why Nas, you know, basically the NASDAQ 100 includes Mercado Libre as a huge company, very valuable, and it's really transformed the digital economy in, in the region. Number two, are you going to serve the niche, for example, the wealthiest people? Or are you going to do something that serves many people at the base of the pyramid? And you see this all the time in Latin America where somebody will come up with some idea that sounds great, but you're like, okay, fine, you're doing like a pet store online, that's great, but you know, the real opportunity that I think is interesting is how can we bring education to the masses? How can we focus on financial inclusion and give people who are unbanked access to those kinds of services? Yes, it's a harder market. Yes, the dollars per client are lower, but if you build it, you can really do something at scale. And so rather than going after some like niche problem that, you know, is only um, confined to the, the wealthy neighborhoods of a city, how can you build something that is actually going to be transformative? And the reason to do that beyond simply, you know the the fact that it's a huge market and that you're making positive impact is there's way more capital for that stuff. There really is. like you can attract far more capital from within the region or without because you're going after, uh, an opportunity that is much, much bigger. And so, yeah, it's harder, but over time, it is much more valuable. Next, talent. So one thing about a place like Latin America that I'm, I would hope you would know, but maybe you don't, is there's tons of talent. And one of the things that's really great is that you have incredible incredible numbers of like tech engineers and people who are, who are, you know, these people 10, 20 years ago, they didn't exist in a place like Latin America. But because of the spread of information and democratization of, of, of the access to learning how to do things like code you just have talent everywhere and so you know my whole team that works on the show is is in latin america except for one person who's in west africa and we have some folks in the states but i have seen it myself the amount of talent in the region and so one of the cool things an advantage of working in a place like latin america is you can find amazing people uh there is a cost difference so you know their labor is less expensive and if you create an awesome opportunity for somebody they're going to stick with you and that's really important too so you can really build a team that can serve you in scale over time. And that is something that you, you you know, it's harder to do in some other parts of the world where in the US, you know, there's so much FOMO and FOBO. It's like getting people to join your team can be really hard. Now, let's talk about risk because oh, you can definitely get uh, into a bad place. And and, and I, I saw this once. I had an investment where oof, we found out the founder was you know, spending money on things that the person should have been spending money on. Uh, You can have issues with government. You can have issues with legal uh, imbroglios. You can have problems with regulatory situations. You can have problems with bad actors. So one time I did an investment and our partner uh, really, you know, basically misrepresented a bunch of stuff. And so what I would say is, and this is not to stereotype Latin America, by the way, there's risk everywhere in the world of course, so I'm not picking on you, Latin America, but the kind of institutions are not as formed as they are in some other places. Like if you compare Argentina to Sweden, obviously, there's just the legal system is not as effective. Tax collection is not as great. There's a lot more informality in a lot of these economies. And so your ability to sort of operate in a low-risk way is is much harder. And so you have to put guardrails. That means having Team members who are local. It means doing your due diligence. It means setting up the right legal structures. It means being careful. Don't keep all your money in the country. I mean, you see, with Argentina many years ago, they basically, even if you had dollars in the bank, they were, they were turned into pesos and, you know, at far less value. So you gotta be smart about that. I also, you know, it's really important to be diversified. Uh, you can be in multiple countries at one time or you can have your clients overseas, but you don't want to be in a situation where you're taking currency risk and other types of risks. So you have to think carefully about the risks going in. And the good news is so many people have done terrible jobs and blown it and lost money that you can study them and learn from their mistakes. That's the cheapest way to go. That, my friends, is my take on Latin America. I think it's a huge opportunity for you to build a business, especially if you're there, obviously. But you'll hear from Oso. Oso gets into it, and I think he's just done this. I mean, I met him when he was just starting his company and he didn't really have the podcast or anything. And he was just kind of figuring it out. And now Oso's everywhere. So he's done it really successfully and he's built something really special. And I look forward to you hearing about it on Thursday. But until then, if you have any thoughts on what I've said today, even if you don't like it and want to tell me, you can reach out to me at let's connect at com on Instagram at Patrick J McGuinness and of course on Twitter at PJ McGuinness. All right, everybody. See you Thursday. And until then. Take care of yourselves, FOMO Sapiens. FOMO. If you like today's show, please be sure to rate it and recommend it to your friends. And as always, you can find me on Instagram at Patrick J. McGinnis, on Twitter at PJ McGinnis, and on the web at FOMOSapiens.com or PatrickMcGinnis.com, where you can get all kinds of free resources to live a more decisive and entrepreneurial life. FOMO.